Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hi there. I hope you're enjoying finishing up the study of the hour has come. We're in month 12 now, and this is the second dig a bit. I wanted us to focus on two of the things that Jesus said from the cross and something that as we look at how the world thinks about them around us, we can see that in both cases, the world is trying to somehow skirt around, somehow get to heaven without the blood of Jesus. So I want us to look first at Jesus saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. The paragraph says, It's unbelievable that a man with spikes through his hands would cry out to his father for the salvation of those who had spit on him, ridiculed, scourged, and beaten him, sentenced him, nailed the nails through his hands and feet, and hoisted the cross to its upright position. We talked about that a bit last time. As we talk about it this time, I wanted us to notice that the following thing that Jesus said was, Truly I say to you, to the thief on the cross who is penitent, Truly I say to you today you will be with me in paradise. As people look at the first of those statements, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, they would like to believe that on that day, without the application of the blood of Christ, and without any repentance on the part of those people who nail the nails through the Savior's hands, that the people on the people who were crucifying Jesus were forgiven on that very day in answer to Jesus' prayer. We talked at length about that last time and how that Acts 2 actually tells us without reserve how that prayer was answered. It says, You have taken Jesus and by wicked hands have crucified him and slain him. And then those very people said, What must we do? And in order to receive forgiveness of that sin, as Jesus had prayed for, verse 38 of Acts 2 told them that they must repent of their sins and be baptized in the name of Jesus so that those sins could be remitted. We find the answer to the prayer that Jesus prayed on the cross in Acts chapter 2, and it includes the application in baptism of the blood of Jesus. Now, those people today who argue that they would like to be saved in the same way as is the thief on the cross. And, and I have many friends, many sincere people that I love very much who believe that they can be saved like the thief on the cross in the same way, uh, doing or not doing the same actions as did the thief on the cross. Jesus said to that thief who said to the other thief who was mocking and railing on Jesus, he said, uh, we deserve what we're getting here on these, these crosses, but this man has done nothing. And then Jesus said to him, truly I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. Well, we think about that thief on the cross and you had a, a great lesson to go and listen to about particularly about the thief on the cross that was very informative. But I just want to say that again, 
in this statement that follows the one that Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Those people who are looking at that statement and wanting to identify with the thief on the cross and be saved as he was are also people who are looking for a way around the blood of Jesus. They're looking for a way around baptism and baptism is the place where the death of Jesus is contacted. Romans 6, 3, and 4. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death. Baptism is the place where the washing from the blood, from which the washing of the blood comes. Acts twenty-two sixteen. Ananias told Saul, Arise and be baptized, washing away your sins. Today, that was a, obviously before the death of Christ, was still during the Mosaic Age. Jesus was Lord of the Mosaic Age, as he is Lord of all ages, and he had the full authority to forgive the thief on the cross. There are lots of factors that we don't know about what was in the heart of the thief on the cross, what was in the history of the thief on the cross, but one thing we do know, Jesus had the authority to forgive him, and he did so before the thief passed from this life. And he did it in the Mosaic Age, before anybody had the blood of Christ in order to go to heaven. We have the blood of Christ. We can't be saved like the thief on the cross because Christ has made it very clear what it takes for us to contact the death of Jesus, as we just said from Romans 6, 3 and 4, Acts 22, 16, and many other passages. I just wanted to draw the parallel that those people who would like to say forgiveness without repentance today are, are saying that, in effect, they are trying to skirt around the obedience that brings about the forgiveness of sins. Those people who say, I'd like to be saved like the thief on the cross, are attempting to skirt around Jesus' clear teachings about what it takes to be forgiven of sins. Those statements are parallel in just that regard when we're thinking about them. And in between those two statements in your workbook, I said, read Hebrews 9, and from that chapter, write every different way that it says we could never be saved without the blood of Jesus, without Calvary. I want to quickly go over that, and then this dig a bit will be yours. It's not by the blood of bulls and goats, verse 12. It's by his own blood that he obtained redemption, verse 12. The blood is what purges us, our consciences, from dead works, verse 14. It is his death that is for our redemption, verse 15. Almost everything by the law was purged with blood. Even in the Old Testament, it took blood, verse 22. Without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sins, verse 22. Once in the end of the world has Christ appeared to put away sin by that sacrifice of himself. That's obviously the cross, and it took that to put away sin, verse 26. And finally, verse 27, Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. Boy, if you want really a, a concise list of the reasons that we cannot go to heaven without the blood, Hebrews 9 is a great place to go. Hebrews 9 explains why Jesus' statement, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, was not an immediate dismissal of all the sin that occurred on that day. And it's also an explanation of why today we cannot be saved 
like the thief on the cross who heard Jesus say, Today you will be with me in paradise. Hope this has been helpful in some way. It sure helped me to think about those two statements in the context of Hebrews 9. Hope you have a great day.